4: Welcome back to the program. Let's go to the carpro.com talk line 800-905-0989. We'll talk to Mike in Greenville. Mike's got an update on the phone outage. Mike, what's going on with that?
5: Well, hello, Charlie. Thank you for your show. Thank you. Uh, This this is direct observational data, so maybe some of our experts in the audience can answer the how behind the why Mm -hmm. or the what. Um, We have four different devices on the same AT&T account. And it was on the same tower on the same day. Uh, we have a twelve-year-old LG tablet unaffected. Right. Ah. We have a we have a three-year-old iPad unaffected. We have a one-year-old iPhone 13 unaffected. We have a six-month-old iPhone 14 would not function. Really. So these are the same devices, same tower, same account with AT&T. So, it's targeted, it's sophisticated. They either went by they either went by some form of massive list of who actually owned the device and it was targeted that way, or they targeted it by specific devices because of the four only one was affected.
4: Wow. Because you would yes, think sir. if you would think if this were a tower outage Everything would go down right exactly right, and that
5: was what opened my eyes to this is some kind of sophisticated targeted wow. attack, and it's not some solar flare so do you the, th- do you
4: think they'll admit it if it was
5: no nah, they'll never I was in the a t t store today and asked them, and they said the company will not tell us anything, and we made the point that we're customer relations, and a lot of people are asking they want information. And they said the company is absolutely uh, blacked out. They won't
4: give any information wow.
5: whatsoever. Exactly.
4: So it's on a need to know basis and you don't need to know.
5: And I don't need to know. Yeah. I just gotta shut up, shut up, sit down and take it. <laughs> exactly. So on the on the election, uh, we need to especially eighty percent of us of the Christians out there that don't vote. We need to be out in numbers that are yeah. so massive that it doesn't matter how much they cheat this time. We overwhelm the
4: cheating with the turnout. Oh, and uh, how many times defense. have I said that, Mike? How many I, times? We're we're brothers from a different mother, brother. Absolutely. So, I, you, so you're telling me uh, those uh, that, that, because I knew a, 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 a lot of Christians don't vote. Is it eighty percent? Yes, I have seen the statistics and the
5: studies. It's 80% that don't register and don't vote. I guess they're waiting on the rapture, and they say, why bother? But yeah. on, the, on the VP side of the House, the female version of Trump is Carrie Lake. Yeah. And she would make the absolute best VP. The, the leftist heads would explode twice oh, with yeah. Trump. Would trump and Kerry lake in
4: office you're exactly right mike i appreciate it buddy think about that 80 percent of christians don't vote that's pretty amazing we're going to be talking about christians coming up not in a bad way we're going to be talking about um the war against christianity now they're labeling you something else we'll tell you about that coming up in just a little bit over in the uk they are having a lot of excess deaths. And they just, for some, oh, what's happening over here? Oh, look at all these people dying all over the place. Oh, everybody got vaccinated. It was all right. And then they started dropping dead. Wonder what the problem is. Wonder what happened with all these people uh, just dropping dead right in the street. We don't know. Lots of excess deaths, what they call excess deaths. Now, excess deaths, you know, you have a death rate. Right, You have a certain amount of, a certain percentage of your population that you can expect to pass away, unfortunately, throughout the year. That's your death rate. They are seeing a big spike, not only there, also us here in the, the U.S., all over Europe, basically globally, except for certain countries, are experiencing a big spike in what they call excess deaths. Okay, so, um, oh, in the UK, they decided to do something about it. And what do you think they want to do about it? Well, we'll let them tell you what they want to do about it.
6: During and since the coronavirus pandemic, we've generally seen more people die than we'd expect. We call these deaths above average excess deaths. Different organizations have used different ways to calculate this each with merit and particular uses, for example, for planning health interventions and identifying emerging threats. In the spirit of continuous improvement, we've been working with independent experts and those across government and the devolved nations to develop a common UK-wide approach. Using our new approach, today's release estimates 11,000 excess deaths in 2023. While this is lower than our previous estimate, our new method accounts for the growth and aging of the population. These are key factors in understanding how many deaths we'd expect to see. Oh,
4: did you see that? Did you hear what what they did? They just changed the math. Oh, oh, wow, wow. Well, you've solved the excess death problem. Really? How'd you do that? Oh, we changed the math. We're doing it. Yeah, we're figuring out differently now. Now We had one way to do it, and that wasn't doing all that great. So now we're trying to do it another way. And now not as many people are dying, you see, it's great. Oh, that's lovely. uh, This is how liberals do everything across the board. If something is making them look bad and you know it's the vaccine, you know these people are dropping dead because of the vaccine. You know it's because of blood clots. You know it's because of myocarditis and pericarditis. You know it's because of all of those things. You know it. They know it, but they want to keep pushing these mRNA vaccines and they want to keep pushing them and pushing them because big pharma's telling them to, telling them they got to do it. So now they're just changing the definition. Well, that, well, that certainly makes you feel better, doesn't it? Well, it should. I mean, after all, that was the NIH over there in, in the UK. Well, not only that, but the NIH has also come out with, a, with something where they say that. Okay. I am a male. I identify as a male. My gender is male, 100%. However, I have some things, and all men do, called mammary glands. Now, these are glands that are dormant in males. They're dormant, right? They, 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 they don't work good. They're just, you know, kind of there. Kind of like your appendix or your belly button or that little tailbone you got. They're just there. Female mammary glands are developed. We all know that, right? Now they're trying to tell us that milk, breast milk that comes from a male is just as healthy for babies as female breast milk.
2: He had to go to an A&E department in Manchester this week. He spent eight hours waiting there for somebody to see him. And that's the state yeah. of the NHS. And that's completely normal. And the mm-hmm. description of the A&E hospital that he was in was unbelievable
4: there were people lying on the floor bleeding people Uh, vomiting into buckets sorry that's that's totally the wrong clip (laughs) but it was still they they talked about how ridiculous this was with the nih telling um sorry i just got a text um Apparently, I've been invited to President Trump's election party tomorrow night. Woo! How about that? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But but that's that's what they, they want to do. All in the name of LGBTQBS. They're now trying to tell you that breast milk from a male is just as healthy for a baby as breast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, when we get back, the war on Christianity. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program. Let's go to Cassandra in Greenville and talk to her. Cassandra, what do you think about that? Male breast milk being just as healthy as female.
6: Yeah, Charlie, it's driving me crazy. And, and as I told Will, um, for, I, I used to be in the sciences, and we did have to determine things of, as to uh, skeletal remains. And I'm so sorry, even though there are hermaphrodites, those hermaphrodites still—they may have extra X chromosomes, or the other might have extra Y chromosomes. But there are just two kinds of sex chromosomes. And if you look in a dictionary before all of this baloney started, I, there's definition. It's one word. What it says, sex. Yeah. That's the definition. If you look up gender, sex. Now they do have a secondary where it goes into languages as far as uh, you know, like nouns and pronouns or whatever. But gender is defined as sex. And I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to make a man produce as a female, it's not the same no. thing.
4: No, it is and, not.
6: And, and, and I just, you know, it's just driving me crazy, Charlie. I, I, why are they taking our world and twisting it to, to such perversions? I don't understand it.
4: Well, I, I, Cassandra, I'm about to tell you exactly why. I'm about, okay. to, I'm about to tell Goodbye. you exactly why. all of that is happening. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go, and you just you just hang in there. There is a war right now against Christianity in this country, not only this country, but around the globe as well. This has been this has been I mean, literally, this, this country has been one of the last true bastions of Christianity on this planet. And you can take a look, and you can see where where statistics are going, that fewer and fewer people have any faith whatsoever. And then you can look at what's happening in our country today. So I'm going to read to you, and this is not something I do often, but I'm going to read to you from Deuteronomy 28. Apologies, I'm using the NIV version. So all of you King James uh, only out there, I'm, I'm one of you. I prefer the King James version as well. But I'm going to read from the NIV right now. Deuteronomy 28. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all of his commandments I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All of these blessings will come to you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, and, your young, and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herd— and the lambs of your flocks, your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send blessings on your barns and on everything you put your hands to. The Lord your God will bless you and in the land he has given you. It goes on right there, 28. 1 through 12 tells you the blessings that you get if you simply turn to God. Starting in 15, however, things take a turn. However, if you do not obey the Lord your God and do not carefully follow all of His commands and decrees I am giving you today, all of these curses will come on you and overtake you. You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Your basket and your kneading trough will be cursed the fruit of your womb will be cursed and the crops of your land and the calves of your herd and the lambs of your flocks you will be cursed when you come in and you will be cursed when you come out it will cause you to be defeated before your enemies i'm skipping around a little bit don't freak out on me you will come uh, at them from one directions you will come at them from one direction but flee from them in seven you will become a thing of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth you will be pledged. Let me see here. The Lord will will drive you and the king set over you to a nation unknown to you and your ancestors. Now, here's where it gets interesting. The foreigners who reside among you will rise above you higher and higher, but you will sink lower and lower. They will lend to you, but you will not lend to them. They will be the head and you will be the tail. All of these curses will come on you. They will pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed because you did not obey the Lord your God, and observe the commands and de- de- the decrees that he gave you. And now there is a war. There is a war on Christianity in this country. want you to listen. Here's, um, let me see here. Here's PBS. This is PBS. Listen to this. This is uh, David Brooks over on PBS. Listen to what he says.
7: What's what's so unsettling about the fact that Congressman Mike Richards, now Speaker, uh, the the Speaker, uh, is Mike Johnson. The um, Speaker Johnson is the is the person who's gotten the gavel. Is one we don't know really know who he is. Democratic members of Congress have, have, have said to me on, on air that they had to go to Google to look him up to find out more information about him. Whatever. And the more information we find out about him and the more information the American people find out about him, the more I think they're going to be uncomfortable from his um, pushing for a national abortion ban to introducing legislation for a federal so-called don't say gay bill. His comments on homosexuality and same-sex marriage. Omni, um, he said way back that legalizing same-sex marriage um, was a dark harbinger of chaos that could doom even the strongest republic. So did Biden. I had
4: no idea Nick and I were that powerful. So, uh, so and he goes on to call uh, Speaker Mike Johnson a Christian nationalist. Rob Reiner has come out with a new documentary on Christian natu- nationalism we'll
5: show you in the documentary and by the way there are very conservative Christian evangelicals pastors uh, uh very respected people in the in the Christian community that are frightened of this Christian nationalist movement because uh-huh. it's not uh they not only frightened about it, it, it hurting democracy but Christianity itself and we show in the film that this movement was the foundation for January 6th
4: always oh, January 6 Christian Nationalism, January the 6th. Well, this is, here we go, where is she? This is over at MSNBC.
6: The one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Uh is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God.
4: Oh, well then obviously our founding fathers were Christian nationalists, right? Even Joe Biden got confused on that. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go you know the you know the thing. Rights our rights are endowed by our Creator. It's in our Declaration of Independence. It's what this country was founded on. And now they want you to think that that ideology is radical. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter.
6: Well, I
4: don't know if you've heard, but we've got a big primary coming up tomorrow. Joining us right now is G- is uh, Gresham Barrett. He was the U.S. representative for South Carolina's 3rd District. Uh, Gresham Barrett, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I'm great, Charlie. How about yourself? Doing really well. How important is this upcoming election, sir?
2: Well, if you're Nikki Haley, it's extremely important.
4: Yeah, Yeah. very. <laughs> but uh,
2: no, seriously, um, uh, for this nation... It's very important, Charlie. And, and you know, um, getting out in the primary so the Republicans can pick who they want um, is paramount. And, and this past three or four weeks uh, in South Carolina, I've had an opportunity to talk to a lot of the media, uh, most of it national media. And one of the things I always tell them, I said, "Look, you know, l- let me let me point some fingers at you. Forgive me, but when you look at the national media, not necessarily WRD and you, Charlie, but but all the, the the big boys, so to speak, you'd think it was the battle of the titans. It's the two old guys going at each other.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: they don't even mention Nikki Haley. So it, it's been a, a, a tremendous ceiling to, to to burst through. But but I will tell you one thing." Uh, when I was in politics, I thought, thought I worked hard. This leader is amazing with her work ethic. And the more people she has seen, the more people she's had the opportunity to to, to, to talk to and touch, uh, she's winning over. And, and uh, I mean, she needs to be the president of the United States.
4: What about, because we really haven't heard a tremendous amount, and I know these are the primaries, and you've got, uh, you've got other opponents, but... Why has there been a lack of talk about a whole lot of policy with the Nikki Haley campaign? Well, I, I think there has. It, oh, and again, well, that, and that was what I was about to say. Or is just the media ignored it? No, I think that I, I think you have, have hit on it. You know, she has been out
2: there pounding about all of her experience, all of her policies, all of where she wants to take this country. I, I mean, it, it, it drives me crazy because she's talking about what what people in, in government should be talking about. And when you've got the Titans going at it, you're talking about uh, what trial are we going to? What court are we in? Uh, are we competent? Uh, did we mess up on somebody's name or something? You know, people wanna hear what, what this person stands for. And, and one of the things that we have been pushing so hard is to put them on the same stage. You know, if, if the former president is so far ahead then what's he got to lose? Let's let's get them both on the stage. Let's hear what their positions are, not just about what trials coming up. And let's let the voters decide.
4: So, uh, again, um, not a lot. of. uh, So where where's uh, because I really want to know where the the failure is in getting the word out. um, And why hasn't she been able to break through that ceiling?
2: I, I mean, I kind of go back to the same thing. You, you know, it, it seems to be a foregone conclusion when, when you've got a president who's trying to, quote, unquote, cook the books, you know, and have an anointing uh, of his presidency through the the Republican Party. I, I just think that seems, sends the bad message. You know, we don't do coronations here in the United States. We do elections. And she has been with her beast of the southeast, you know, bus tour. She's been in Clemson, uh, all over the upstate. I've introduced her, you know, a half a dozen or or, or more times, uh, where she's m- met with huge crowds, just trying to get her message out. But it's and it's it's been a very tough ceiling to break through, Charlie.
4: We are right now. Uh, the world is is in a a perilous situation right now. How would Nikki Haley? Yeah handle the war in ukraine uh the, what's going on in in the middle east right now what what are her policies yeah. on that
2: well i'll tell you one thing she, she understands <clears throat> here's a leader that was the ambassador of the u.n you know and, and and i described her when i was introducing her one time i i described her as the velvet hammer
4: <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: and what i mean by that is when she has discussions with the highest of the high or the lowest of the low. It doesn't matter, Charlie, Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever. There's always a, an air of respect. Um, and that is so missing in our politics. You know, to, now politics is the, the politics of personal destruction. Um, so to, to, to disagree with somebody, they don't have to be a bad person. But but she can put people in the same room and and try to get them to to focus in on um, taking the country in the right way but 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 back to your question you know when when she was at I say the velvet hammer because it, it's easy for her to to be respectful not only to the born but the unborn also but when I say velvet hammer, there's a, there's a tough side to Nikki Haley because her, her words have iron in them. You know, if, if you're our friend, if you're the Ukraine, or if you're a NATO country, you know, and we tell you we're your friend and we're going to be there, when the President of the United States, i.e. Nikki Haley, says that, she means it. Uh, she doesn't say, well, we hope they attack you because you're not paying your dues. There's other ways to to make sure that, that that is done. But there's another side to it too, Charlie. If you're an enemy or, or if you are uh, an opponent, maybe maybe let's soften it down just a little bit, but there are enemies out there. There'll be dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. And there'll be discussion, but there are points of no return that if you cross this line, make no, mo, no doubt about it, retribution will be sure and swift. She supports the Ukraine because she understands that once Putin takes the ukraine and he said this publicly poland's next and nato's NATO countries are next we're a part of NATO that pulls us into a uh, a major fight that that we don't need. The other thing you talked about Israel does she support Israel absolutely. Israel is a bright spot in a very bad neighborhood, and we need to make sure that we have They're back.
4: How about, uh, I mean, we're seeing more and more illegal aliens coming across our border every single day. What is her plan to stem the tide in immigration?
2: Well, she wants to secure the border, whatever it takes. Um, When she talks about the budget, you know, just a small portion of the defense budget can secure the border. Uh, And these people that that are coming into the United States illegally, look, we may pat you on the back and feed you because you, you made a long trip, but we're going to send your rear end back to, to, to Mexico or Guatemala or El Salvador or wherever you are because there are laws in the United States, and, and we're either a nation of laws or we're not. And, and, and if you're not, Charlie, the last time I looked it up in the dictionary, it was called anarchy. And you can't subjectively say, well, we're going to support this law or that law. You know, people say all the time we need stricter laws on the border. Nikki Haley understands. Listen, we've got the laws we need. We just need to support them. And unfortunately, now it's not just the southern border. It's the northern border, too.
4: Yeah. And that
2: that is a That is a national security risk. Both of them, Charlie. You're one of the biggest we faced, if not the biggest.
4: You're exactly right. The primary is tomorrow. Polls open at 7 o'clock, close at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Gresham Barrett, a pleasure to have you on the program this afternoon, sir. Thank you, and we'll talk again soon. Appreciate it. All the, all the best, Charlie. Take care. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. President Trump speaking in Rock Hill right now. Let's tune in and have a bit of a listen. In America, you've been seeing, you've been seeing
1: Alabama. It's been a big story. Like the overwhelming majority of Americans, including the vast majority of Republican, conservatives, Christians, and
4: pro-life Americans, I strongly support the availability of IVF for couples, Who are trying to have a precious little beautiful baby. I support it.
2: And today I'm calling on the Alabama legislature to act quickly to find an immediate
4: solution to preserve the availability of IVF in Alabama and I'm sure they're going to do that. The Republican Party should always be on the side of the miracle of life And the side of mothers and fathers and beautiful little babies have to be on that side. So that's President Trump speaking in Rock Hill this afternoon. Primary Eve polls open tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. My wife and I are going to get up. I'm going to have my coffee. Can't do anything without my coffee. Probably going to put on our pickleball clothes and go uh, go vote, and then we're going to go play pickleball. It is just that simple. Hearing a lot of really good turnout. In fact, listen to this. Let me just uh, pull this up here really, really quickly, because uh, I-, I found it to be extremely interesting. South Carolina GOP primary early voting and absentee voting totals. Early voting total, 205,000, and this was earlier today. So not quite up to date, but it'll give you a good idea. 205,099 early votes. Absentee ballots return total 12,018 votes. So um, tomorrow is going to be a very, very big day. Now, maybe you want to have your sample ballot with you when you go vote tomorrow. That is so easy to do. All you got to do is text sample ballot sample ballot to seventy one three zero seven. it will send you a link you put in your info there and it'll it'll bring up a list of, no i'm sorry it'll bring up your your sample ballot it's just that simple now a lot of people are texting vote don't do that that's over with um that was for early voting this is for your sample ballot that you can go ahead and fill out or look over look over all the advisory questions and all of that and uh have that at the polls with you tomorrow so again those polls open at seven o'clock I want to see a huge, huge, I want to see a huge voter turnout tomorrow. I want to see a gigantic voter turnout. No more of this 7, 8, 9, 10% voter turnout mess. No, no, no. We need 75, 80, 90% voter turnout. And just like the caller said a few minutes ago, hey, if we we turn out in mass, they can't cheat enough. Now, I'm not expecting cheating here in South Carolina, um, but at least talking about the general election, let's go to the most, I'll do my, uh, my Howard Cosell. He's the most conservative black voice in all of America. It's Jr. from Westminster. How you doing, Jr.?
1: Doing, doing better than I deserve, Charlie. The, the conservative crusader. Listen, <laughs> it's good to hear. Look, after you go vote, just, just, yeah, yeah, you can play pickleball, but you know, take take maybe take the wife to breakfast, man. I mean, you know, I mean, so uh, I'm probably because, do that. yeah, that's not, okay. And then then tell her that hey, you know, that Jr. mentioned this, okay. too, but honey, <laughs> honey, I,
4: <laughs> I
1: got to give and you the credit, could, right? She can thank me later. But yeah. bottom line is, listen, we need. I voted already, and I've told the listeners who I voted for. I'm, I don't apologize. People, Republicans, we have two choices. You can either vote for an America first candidate yeah. who has already proven himself track record to prove it. Just as simple as that. Or you can vote for a sellout. It's just, I mean, I, I just cut, dried, and simple, a yeah. sellout or a American first uh, candidate. And it's just it's just it's just that simple, man. And, and you know, so South Carolina has a tremendous history. You know, we were the first to secede. Yeah. South Carolina uh, elected the first black uh, U.S. Uh, congressman in 1870. South yeah. Carolina has a tremendous, tremendous head. We've stepped up when it has been time to step up. So, to all of the James Gang, all of the, chi- even Texter, what was it 611? Yeah. Whatever. You know, I would isn't I wouldn't be mad at him if he voted for Donald
4: Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you all would be forgiven, right? All right, Jay, our buddy, I would be forgiven. I appreciate, appreciate it. it, my Thank friend. you, my pal. You have a great weekend. Get out there and vote. Thank you very much. But even even at Nikki Haley's alma mater of Clemson, let's see what those young folks are doing
0: or it's never Trumpers
3: who settle for Haley. Haley doesn't have Nikki Haley fans. What I see is it's really people who have disliked Trump ever since 2020.
0: Nikki Haley
4: facing an uphill battle in her own home state as she fights to stay in the presidential race. We're just two days away from that South Carolina Republican primary, this is a couple and days it's college-age Gen Z voters who could make or break her White House hopes. There are more than three million registered voters in South Carolina, fewer than 250,000 of them are under the age of 25. It's about 7.6% if you do the math. Haley is a uh, Clemson University alum, but does the current student body there have faith in her to get that job done? That's the question. Emily Finn spoke to young voters in the Palmetto State this week. Emily, what are college students staying, saying about Nikki Haley?
3: Well, they're saying that she doesn't have too many fans at her alma mater. We are standing in the heart of Clemson University this morning, where Nikki Haley was a student 30 years ago. In fact, her campaign actually prioritized making a stop here earlier this week. So we decided to catch up with some of the members of the school's Republican Club, which endorsed former President Trump over the former South Carolina governor, another sign that Haley is falling short of winning her home state's primary. Here's what some of those students had to say. I'm pretty sure that Trump is going to be winning this primary. I know I'll be voting in it, and a lot of my fellow club members will be there um, to cast our votes for Trump. Um, uh, I think he just has such a level of energy behind him.
7: Since Nikki Haley was governor here, most people know what she's like as a, as, a um, as an executive. And I mean, my impression's always been that most people never really liked her.
1: You know, I've heard more more bad takes on her than I've heard good. So.
4: <laughs> even, even uh, she's not even going to win Clemson. She's oh my god! Listen, tomorrow it, it's got to be over tomorrow. It's just got to be because if Nikki Haley stays in this race, folks, we got bigger problems than we thought. We'll tell you about that coming up in just a second. Remember, get out there and vote. If you need your your sample ballot, text sample ballot to seventy 71- one. 307. You will have that with you when you go to the polls. This is the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today